What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Twilight Nine podcast. This is episode 130. I'm your host, Riley, joined by Mr. Andy Nesbitt. What's up? We now live in a world where Max Homa is a six-time PGA Tour champion, which is wild. When you think back to when he won the Wells Fargo and there's all that story about him, like, oh, my God, this, this guy who cares a lot and is cool, he won one. Uh, is he going to be a flash in the pan? Uh, no, just the opposite. Now he's like one of the best players in the world, and he's an awesome person, and golf is in good hands. What a weekend for golf between him and Rory. Just yeah, it was pretty much as good as it get, as good as probably results just for the world of golf could have been on on Saturday and Monday. Mm-hmm. It's weird not to say either one of those days. Yeah, with that, before we get into that, I didn't know what round that tournament was in, and like they had weather. I guess I didn't everyone know was, was confused <laughs> the whole weekend from the the PGA event being Wednesday to Saturday, and then I, the. The, the Dubai I'm going, what what are they done now? And then I, I woke know. up Monday yeah. and I went on Twitter and I see Rory making a putt to win. I'm like, no one told me this is going on. I wrote I wrote a couple, they weren't like gamer like recaps. I I don't think it was more about like what happened that day, but it was uh, it was not like shot by shot. I was just like recapping whatever on the European tour. I got so many messages like calling me an idiot because I got all the days wrong. And it's like I think you guys just don't know what's happening. Yeah, it was the most confusing tournament of all time because it was weather delayed. But then on the PGA Tour, they try to sneak in like 36 holes one day or whatever. And then the DP World Tour was like, we're not doing that. We're just going to do this on Monday. So then everybody was confused because Rory played like three holes Friday morning to finish his first round and then didn't play until like Saturday afternoon. So everybody was really confused, but it was awesome. Yeah, a friend of mine texted me on Saturday like, oh my God, Rory Patrick Reed have tied for the lead in the final group tomorrow. I'm like, wait, what? And like that never happened. I'm like, wait, what? Like, what's going on here? Like, what the hell? Yeah, it was confusing, but I, I happened to be up. I like woke up. I don't know if it was my brain just alerting me that I should be awake at this hour. I woke senses. up. Yeah, my Rory sensors were tangling on Monday morning. I woke up at, I don't know, 4.30. I was like, oh, if I'm up, I'm going to watch it. So I went on my couch and sat down right when I turned it on, right when Reed made his bogey on 16. So then they were tied again. Rory made an easy par, made a really easy birdie on the next hole. And then he is just the best. The putt, the reaction, you know, he was telling Harry that little like close convo they had. You know, he was like, fuck yeah. that guy. Fuck that guy. Let's yeah. ride. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if he didn't make that putt, they had to go to a playoff. Him and Patrick Reed. I mean, good golly. Yeah, it would have been incredible. But yeah, or Rory, terrible, depending on what happened. True. Yeah, but it's amazing how Rory just, uh, no matter where he is, no matter what's going on, he wins and he does it in cool fashion. He hasn't played in a while, and obviously during the Farmers, everyone was talking about the recent run John Rahm is going on. Like, oh man, he hasn't finished outside the top ten in like his last eight starts. Rory's just done the exact same thing. But I yeah. think he hasn't played in three months where it kind of puts you like stop thinking about it. But the dude's won what two of three of his last eight starts and hasn't finished outside the top four in like yeah. five months. He's playing so well. I got to think eventually Bubba's son will figure out who Rory is. Yeah, he'll know a name at some point. Yeah, oh, God, I can't wait to talk about that. <laughs> uh, but no, we can stay. We can stick on Max to start because it was just it incredible. Was- I tweeted before the final round on Saturday. I tweeted Max Homa wins today. And he made me look very good. You. Yeah, you went an outright too, didn't you? Twenty-two to one, baby. Damn. But, um, made. Uh, I didn't do my. I didn't do. <laughs> if anybody hasn't listened that long, I bet. I bet a hundred dollars on Max a couple years ago at the Genesis, the year that he ended up winning, and I won a lot of money. But I, I had twenty bucks on Max at the Farmer, so I won like three hundred and sixty bucks. So we'll nice. take that. Yeah, we'll take That's it. That's good money. Yeah, not bad. But dude, he has. 
he's got one of the best I'm in the mix in the zone faces, walks, personality on tour, I think. Like when he gets into contention, he's not the guy that is going to make four bogeys and push himself out of a tournament. He's not going to do it. No, he's the guy that's going to make little like four or five foot pars to keep the streak, you know, to stay there. Like he did a couple of times on that back nine. 13 he, on the par five yeah. was a perfect example. Like, yeah. He left that putt. He left one of those putts like four or five feet short. You're like, ooh. But then it became, he became like Tiger Woods where it's like, I'm in contention and these five foot pars are the difference. I'll make them. And then that sets him up to make shots like his shots like he did on 16. So, yeah, like every time he hits a ball, like that back nine, like he does that little kind of like hands in his pocket walk and just kind of like that kind of like far off, like gaze in his eyes and you're like all right this guy's a this guy's a killer it's the absolute opposite of the rory bounce but it means the same thing Mm -hmm. it's what he does yeah and he did it like that that back nine on uh on the south course there is a is a very hard back nine there's a lot of places where things can go really wrong for you and you know in that cold kind of cold with some wind and to like you know hit that shot on 16 and then to just go for it on 18 like he just he just hit big shots down the stretch there yeah, I was away from my I was away from the TV for like 20 minutes and it was right after he made the par putt on 13 that I missed 14 and 15 so I came back I was like damn he made bogey. And then the tee shot on that par 3 16 was just outrageous. No one put it to 15 feet all day. He stepped up hit a cut four iron to I don't know how much what 20 feet, 18 feet yeah. something like that. Just drained it. Just a cut four iron over like that bunker like over like where everything could go wrong on the left side and just he knew it. He said he hit the same shot on 11, I think it was maybe, or 13 or I don't know, 11. And he's like, he said he just trusted that swing and he knew that it was going to do. And man, that must feel good to not only just be able to do that, but to think of it and then to look up and see exactly it's doing exactly what you want it to do. And shout out uh, Nabilo. Colt, Colt was good too, obviously, but great call on that putt. They don't mm-hmm. usually show emotion on golf broadcasts. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, they good. did a really good job. CBS had some good wins this past weekend. For sure. And uh, the winner's interview at the end was great. He was like, I'm not going to cry today, whatever. First win as a dad. But you knew that one meant something to him. It was great. It was fun to hear him mention uh, Daniel Kang, like to bring up an LBJ yeah. player, like in that moment. Kind of like no one ever in the men's side really talks about the women's side, right? And to do that in a national TV, like maybe someone out there is like, who's that? Like looks into it and learns more about her and more about the LBJ. So the more they do that, and just for him to like have that like in his brain, like talking about his family, you get like, yeah, but then to have him have that in his brain to talk about that is pretty it's a pretty cool guy yeah in that moment to think about dk is pretty sweet uh that shot on 18 though that approach shot like he he could have laid up like i was nervous for him over that he took a seven wood which is sick that he's got a seven wood in the bag um because you know we've seen a lot like you know he could he could hit it up to 90 yards and then chip on but you know where that pin is on sunday it could roll back into the water but I was just thinking about like one of us having a you know a wood from two forty out with the tournament on the line, water in front of the grass. <laughs> like oh man, and he put it in the absolute perfect spot. Yeah, I mean if ball. you catch if you catch a wood, a couple blades chunky there, it's going in the water. Yeah, and everybody was talking about it on Twitter because that was right after Ryder. Do you make bogey at seventeen? Seventeen, yeah. So Max said he didn't know that Ryder had done that. But yeah, so that was that was kind of perfect. So. And as he was on no laying up this week and he had a really good thing. He's working with a sports psychologist and they were talking about him on that shot. And they're like, man, we were thinking like a lot of things could go wrong, you know, with that wood. We pull out the wood and Max goes, yeah, well, I'm working with a sports psychologist. And she does. She says something like, well, a lot of things could go right. You know, and then again, correct. Yeah, correct. Like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That mindset of like what could go wrong. Go, no, a lot. If I do this well, a lot of things could go right. 
and a lot of things went right for him there. That's I a wish really, we... it's a, it's a really interesting mindset to have. And it's, uh, it's, it's, I think that's helping him become even more of a killer. Everyone out there knows that that's just the exact opposite of how every single amateur golf thinks. Yeah. I was when, like, when they play. I was, I was like walking my dog, listening to the podcast and like, I'd laugh I'm like, that's a fucking great way to look at things. Oh my everyone's God. We... like, Ooh, what if I, what if, it's like, what if I fucking do the right thing here? And it goes great. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like, we do. I don't that think happens that. too. Like I'm good at what I do. There's a chance it's going to go really well. Yeah, maybe I should try that. Sounds like a yeah. pretty good idea because it's the opposite. Start working on that. Yeah. What did you think about? I want to hear your thoughts on the the walk and talk hole. Oh, uh, it was perfect, right? They, I mean, they got the perfect guy, but also if he had hit like two good shots, it would have been like ho hum. But they got lucky to where like he hit that approach shot into the stuff, and so he got to do the Patrick Reed joke of like I'll let someone else touch it first, you know, which is great. And then he had the rules official come over and he kind of like laughed at the rules official. He's kind of like, this is bad, huh? And the guy's like, yeah. And the, <laughs> the rules official almost fell into the bunker. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, hey, man, take it easy. It's like, yeah. all right. <laughs> so, and then like, you know, he got up and down from there, I believe. So it was, uh, it was interesting. I thought it was great. Like, lucky that they got those shots, but also, um, hopefully we get more of this because it really like, I was kind of like, it was just a headphone in your ear, but I was talking to a buddy of mine yesterday. When I'm walking around talking to somebody on a headphone, I'm always kind of like not in it 90, 100% because I'm like, can they hear me? Is this headphone all right? Is everything going on okay? Like he's walking down a fairway on national TV, just kind of like shooting the breeze about what's going on and to be able to do that. It doesn't seem like a lot, but, you know, it's it's a lot. And it was pretty cool to see. Very interesting how pro golfers can lock in for 45 seconds before a shot and do anything they want outside of that. But f- as soon as that 45 seconds starts, they're not thinking about anything else. Yeah. We see it all the time. Like when someone gets, you know, like a noise takes them off their shot, they, they back away and they go, okay, come on. And then instantly they go right back into it. Or I would have been like over the ball being like, can't believe that guy moved his jacket or something. You know? Yeah, like, exactly. I would have yeah, fucked yeah. up the shot and they just snap right back into it. Like get a fade to the, okay, I got it. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. You are right, though. I don't think CBS, if they scripted how that first one was going to go, they couldn't have done it. I mean, they just got yeah, lucky if, with if every single drive, thing that happened. If he has a great drive and a great second shot, you know, a great approach on the green, it's like, it's cool. But like that whole uh, thing out of the way it worked out was perfect. Who who would you like to see it do it next? Because I think no brainer, like Spieth, obviously. Spieth, uh, if they don't use Spieth this week, I feel like it's kind of a miss, right? With Pebble, the, his AT&T yeah. things all over it. I feel like that would be an easy one. But I don't know what kind of guys they're going to try to get there because obviously you want the big names. But then I think uh, like Higgs or Damon would be better at like the entertainment aspect. So I'm I'm curious to see which way they go with that. I mean, there's one name I you know who I'm going to say. Yeah, well, Hatton. They should do it during the whole round. Tyrrell <laughs> Hatton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so amazing. Like I can see him getting riled to me. Like guys, guys, just calm down for a second. I got this shot. Oh, yeah, like he'd he'd be unbelievable on. You'd almost want to get him somehow, get him to do it after he made a bogey or something. Well, that's what I was worried about with Max because he just made bogey on the previous hole. I'm like, now he's going to be, yeah, you know, like not that into it because he's like mad about making a bad bogey. Um, it was cool. He he said he worked on that with CBS for like a couple of weeks to like get it all yeah, like yeah. set up. So like he was going to do it. He said he wanted to. He he was like had pressure on himself to make the cut. So because he knew that was coming, so he was like, I got to make the cut so I can do that on Saturday. Yeah, and they got it. I mean, Saturday is a perfect or the third round because of what was it Friday? But mm-hmm. the third round, I think, is probably the perfect time to do it because you could probably get somebody close to contention. Yeah. Uh, it's not the final day. I think it just works out. And they did a good job of picking. That's not an easy hole, obviously. I think yeah, it was the hardest too. par five there. 
but it's also not like a 500 yard par four where they got to lock in like par five yeah. feels like a no brainer, but yeah. And did you see what Max did on uh, Monday? I guess it was after he won. Yeah. Yeah. He went to uh he went to a local skins game and won 400 bucks after winning <laughs> 1.6 million. <laughs> That's the most golf junky thing to do. Of like, yeah. I love golf so much. Like I just beat, but I'm going to go play with some friends and try to win some money over here. I just won 1.5 million. Now let's go play for 400, 400. Yeah. In a local skins game. <laughs> yeah. It was probably like a $20 buy-in. He was like, all right. Yeah. God, they, they almost been like, oh, great. Max is here. I thought yeah, he was yeah. going to skip this week. Oh, awesome. I yeah. Him. I thought he was going to skip this week. <laughs> I thought he might have a chance at the winning. And they're like, oh, what'd you do this weekend, Max? I won. The, I won the uh, farmer's invitational. Oh, yeah. cool. Great. Oh, that's sweet. Good. Oh God. Yeah. But it was, it was a great tournament. I, the, Leaderboard was a little sketchy even after the second day. It was like, well, the names up here that are big are kind of far back. And then all of a sudden, Friday afternoon was Rom it was nuts. everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Rom, Rom Ricky you got Rom. up there, J Day, Max, all the all the boys ended up being on top, which was which yeah. was fun. And that was like what Max was saying too, like for him to win in that kind of a board to like see guys big names up there and to like all these wins that he's getting, like in these fields are just making him uh, be so built for these majors coming up. Yeah, he's got some – he has some substantial wins on his USA right US, U.S. Open's coming up at uh, LACC where he holds the uh, course record. He yep. shot as a teenager. So it's going to be sick to watch him this year. It is going to be sick. I uh, I think uh, – did I end up placing it? I knew I, – I know I went into my book – and hit Max Homa to win the U.S. Open, but I, I don't remember if I bet it or not. Just because those odds are going to get way worse. Yeah, but yeah, he's. Uh, it, you can also bet Max Homa to win a major at plus like six hundred or eight hundred or something. That that also feels like a must place. Yeah, because I think he's going to get one. Uh, yeah, so Max wins, and then uh, I had a great, I had a great Monday. Roy won over Patrick Degree, and it doesn't get any better than that. So. Oh, I wanted to ask you about what's his name's uh, pants. Ryder? Yeah. Um, I think everybody was freaking out because it was Sam Ryder and not like somebody popular. Yeah. It was the same thing with JJ Spawn, right? Ricky did the whole untucked shirt thing. Of course, he he got some, you know, feedback on it that wasn't great, but also most people loved it because it was Ricky. And then if somebody uncool does it, then all of a sudden it's not cool. Just one yeah. of those things, I think. I need new golf pants. And I was watching that and I Googled while watching uh Googled golf joggers and I found a pair of uh what's that what's that brand? Um Peter P- Peter Millar. Peter Millar. I found a pair for fifty bucks, fifty bucks on sale, and I bought a pair of my first pair of golf joggers. I'm very love excited. that. And like moments after I bought them, my dad texted me. I just out of the blue, he's like, What's up with that guy's pants? <laughs> what <laughs> like, I just what? bought a pair. Yeah, what I what I learned about uh, a golf fashion over the weekend when everybody was talking about Sam Ryder is if you're taking fashion advice from a 65 year old golfer that happens to have a Twitter account with 13 followers, you need to get a life. Yeah, because those are the people that complain about it. It's always the guys with the American flag in the in the profile. Correct. Whenever yeah. I get a random follow from a guy with the American flag in the background, I'm like, oh, all right, here we go. I have a really hard time feeling feelings toward another man's outfit. Yeah, unless it's like a really ugly Under Armour shirt that, you know. Correct. Or like uh, Phil did the long sleeve button up business shirt. Oh, yeah. That was right. You remember that? Remember that well, phase? Who would buy that shirt in their, in their right mind and wear that playing golf? No, idea. it was, dude, it was like wearing a, a suit shirt and then <laughs> you just like go play. It was outrageous. 
they sat in meetings and they're like, this is going to be good. People are going to love the people are going to love wearing a work shirt to golf. Yeah. They're going to love it. And like, they, they got a, they got filled to shoot commercials and like, I had never seen one person wearing that. Shirt. Wasn't that his, wasn't that his fucking dodging bullets commercial? Yeah. Was dancing. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, I mean, that just goes to show you how dumb people are in the world. Like, Oh God, people were getting paid lots of money to come up with that, with that product and those ads. And no one wanted that. No, not a single person. But yeah, I don't. I don't care. I think you look fine. I thought the color was cool, I like and I think you look good. Look. I just got my first pair of jogger sweatpants the other day. I, I'm showing off some ankle on my little dog walks in the morning. I, I feel great. I love it. I love. Oh, dude, look. I've been wearing. I had. I had jogger pants like my freshman year of high school. I've been wearing those. I haven't worn them in a long time. They're still in my closet. I have a bunch of pairs. But but I, mean, I, I love the guys on Twitter who are like, "Where's the flood?" <laughs> <laughs> the flood jokes from pans up is the most oldest dumbest fucking joke in the world yeah what are you expect right. those pants are good dot 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 if there's a flood yeah they <laughs> love it kill yourself <laughs> dude what are you doing stop with those jokes <laughs> yeah it was a word. but yeah i don't care i thought it was fine jt used to do it all the- i mean eric Van Royen wears them every week but jt, JT looks great in the job jt's dabbled in it yeah mm-hmm. for sure i think they're fine I don't I get. I don't get the whole jogger component. pics when I get my golf job. Oh god, the ankles flashing on the course. I yeah. love that. Yeah, who Great. cares? Love that. Um, what else? Uh, Patrick Reed, another rules controversy. Obviously, his ball got stuck in a tree. He identified what the wrong ball in the wrong tree. Yeah, or something. So Brando Chambly did a great breakdown of it, which he must yeah. have loved doing because of the legal ramifications. Hundred percent. Um, but when the ball went in a wrong tree and Patrick Reed came out today, did you see Patrick Reed tweeted like, here's my statement. And then it was a picture of a text. He message. did. He did the notes app like announcement, but he texted somebody <laughs> and then screenshotted the text and then put it on his Twitter. Yeah. So basically his PR guy is like, here, write this. And he's like, I'll just screen grab this and tweet, put it on a tweet. <laughs> that's like, exactly what he did. And that's just the way he thinks, right? He's just, yeah. Like, he doesn't yeah. care about any like he doesn't think about what anyone's going to care about him in a, in a wrong way. So his ball got up, and so he got he was like, "Yeah, that's my ball right up there." Which there's a ton of balls in these trees because they just you know they have these little like things that come out and the ball goes in. And he was like, "Yeah, there's my title as Pro V One up there." Like I'm guessing there's a ton of Pro V Ones up there because they're all pros playing. And then he got to drop instead of like if they couldn't if they couldn't pick out his ball, he would have to gone back to the tee and hit from there. Right. So he, I think he was able to get. Up and down from there for bogey or something where it could have been a lot worse. Right, so. it could have been a triple or a quad and take him out of the tournament. But yeah, so and then he, imagine if he had won that tournament, you know, somehow it was uh, it was close. So it was close. Yeah, yeah not great. Uh, and then uh, yeah, we can talk about we got to talk about Bubba before we get into Pebble and all that kind of stuff because his his quote from the the PIF Saudi International was one of the most ridiculous things I've ever read. <laughs> I'll bring up I'll bring up my uh, article that I wrote that I that I put the quote in so I can read it for everybody. It but was, yeah, well, you can, it's outrageous. Like it was the most phony thing I've ever read in my entire life. Like no one stood up in that press room and went like, "Come on, that's a lie." You're, like you're lying, Baba. Mm-hmm. And it and it, it, it the funny thing is we can say it's a, it's actually a lie timeline based he's lying yeah. about what happened the the he he was like in live promos like uh, months before he joined and then the like his kid wouldn't have known the teams two months before live started like what are we yeah. talking about he's just and it was oh the kid God. said the aces win all the time and I th- I think they someone did it where like they maybe had one win 
Yeah. Like what that. are we talking about? Yeah, I was over it. I'll read off his quote because it is insane. How I signed up with Liv is my 10-year-old son was sitting in the bed with me and we were watching golf on the TV and he knew the aces. Everyone knows the aces. They keep winning. He knew the aces. He knew the stingers. He didn't know individual names. He just knew the team names. And for a 10-year-old to never watch the game of golf but now watches it, now I knew that there was a product to be had. Liv has a niche. It has a reason. To grow the game is not getting the seventy to sixty to seventy year olds to play. It's getting the young kids to play, which I agree with that. But I mean, you don't. You also don't have to just like lie about your son knowing the aces. <laughs> Dad, everyone knows the aces and the stingers. Like no one knows the stingers. You could go around the world and ask golf fans, like, are the stingers a real thing? And they go, I've never heard. What do you mean, like the, the golf shot? No, the team. Like name one guy in the stingers. I couldn't name one guy in the stingers. No, Bubba's not on the aces, right? I don't think he's on the aces. No, he is, and I only know this because I had to write this That's this morning. He's the he's the he was the non-playing captain of the Niblix GC. Niblix, remember because he was hurt. Yeah, Dad, I actually no don't even know for a fact if he's playing in the Saudi. I don't know if he's hurt still, but I know he's coming back ish. But so his son was adopted, right? He was an adopted. I think they adopted all of them, didn't they? Yeah, and I so, should probably know that he was on the show back in the day. I don't remember. There's no adoption allowed. Adoption is not allowed in Saudi Arabia. Like it's banned, but hey, at least your kid knows about the the stingers. Hey, Dad, would you have been able to adopt me if we were in Saudi Arabia? No, son. But this is why this is why golf is going to grow. Oh God, because you can watch the, you can the, watch them the Chronics versus the uh, the the stingers. Yep, everyone knows the Ace. I remember Riley when I was a kid. I was like ten, and my dad came home and he had some stingers tickets to go watch the stingers golf match. Or no, the Aces. I'm sorry, and the Aces, like, dude. I go, Dad, we're going to see the Aces, the team that always wins. And my dad said, yes, son, we're going to go see the Aces. And I said, everyone knows them, Dad. Everyone and knows them, And he goes, Dad. does anyone else know any other teams, Andy? And I go, yeah, everyone knows the Stingers, Dad. And who is a who's a 10-year-old talking to the Aces about? The other 10-year-olds. In, in like, second grade, they just love the Aces? Yeah, everyone knows the Aces. <laughs> everyone knows the Aces. Like, yeah, thank God. Even- Thank God for the new TV deal to get that younger demographic. What 10 year old has gone on YouTube on a, like a Saturday. and been like, let me find this uh, final round of the live golf. Not a single one. Oh God. But yeah, that's Mickelson. Did you see Phil's picture today? His picture? No, he was at a press conference for the Saudi thing. He's playing in this weekend. And uh, he's, he's down to his college weight and uh, he looks like he's dying. Oh, that's that I I saw your tweet. Yeah, he looks he looks like a corpse. He like yeah. Yeah, he like looks like a corpse. It's bad. I mean, good for him for losing weight, but he doesn't yeah, look good. I mean, and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. There's that whole weight loss thing that's important to do, but there's always like that line of like going too far, where like someone's like cheeks are sunk, and you're like that. I don't know if that's healthy either. Like it's not good to be fat, but it's uh, you don't want to be that skinny. Yeah, Phil's got those like those dead eyes or like hollow eyes. Mm-hmm. Like he hasn't eaten in like six months. That's kind of what he looks like. Yeah. So a lot, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, a lot. Ha- I'm not looking forward to it. I was. I think the first live event back is like three weeks from now. I'm just really not looking forward to that being a thing again. What about too? I love how like the, all the guys like we're gonna go and we're gonna be able to spend more time with our families. And now it's like February to November. And then they got to play like I guess once a month, and they're traveling the world. And the championship, the big one that happens, is play, being played in uh, Saudi Arabia now instead of uh, instead of a Trump Doral. So like their biggest closing, their closing championship is going to be played at like three in the morning our time. 
And yeah, and they're all playing European tour events like Patrick. I think Answer was in that field also. I think Answer missed the cut. So I guess that's a little bit more time with his family. But yeah. they're just like, yeah, I don't know. They're playing a lot of golf. They're playing a lot of golf. I don't know if that'll I don't know if that'll change if when I have no idea if they will be awarded uh ranking points, but we'll have to see. I, I gotta ask this. I got I don't have kids, but I, I play golf. Uh, how much time do you really want to spend with your family? <laughs> You know, have you seen three-year-olds? They're annoying as shit. They're always like, hey, let's go play this game for the nine million time. Let's watch this YouTube video for the nine million time. If you're a really good golfer, you're like, hey, I want to I don't want to play as much golf. I want to be on the couch watching, you know, snuffle off against whatever kids watch these days. <laughs> Dude, I'm with you. Let me yeah. my first question to <laughs> press comments. Really? What do you do? What do you do during all this time? Really, you want to spend more time with your kids than, than like traveling the, the United States of America, playing on the PGA Tour in front of all these screaming fans? Like, did you see the fans in San Diego this past weekend? It was great. Oh, it was like awesome. the whole time I was watching that final round. I'm like, this is like a thing that will never happen to live. Like, you'll never like pop on, be like, oh, it's coming down the stretch. Let's see this. Like, it was a great atmosphere. Like, I don't know. Really, you want to be with your family? Really. Kids are kids are annoying until they're like twelve, so they can like yeah interact with you like a per, like a person. Yeah, yeah. so I don't know. But you know, once you fall in love with the aces and you can get your dad to try to play in that league, you got to do it. It's true. Change. It's tough that he wasn't able to work his way onto the aces. Now his son's got to root against him every time they play. Dad, do you think you'll ever get traded to the aces? Dad, who do you play for? I play for the uh, who's he play for? The Niblicks. I hate the Niblicks, Dad. Yeah, what are the Niblicks, Dad? Is that like a, a vanilla stink. wafer? What is what are you what are the Niblicks? I tough scenes for the for the Watsons. It is it's tough. It's tough. It's a tough time in the Watson household. Uh we got anything else before we want to talk Pebble? No. I'm ready to get I think I think I'm gonna hopefully I can get another winner this week because that's a great feeling. It's a tough tournament. I do have to admit at and is so weird because you, a lot of the really big name guys usually play well at pebble, but then it's some random dude that ends up winning and not random, but you know what I mean? Somebody like really right. long shot ended up winning three. I, I, these courses where it's three different, uh, three different courses. Just, it makes it, it makes it hard. And it, it, it stinks for viewing too, because if you're like most of the time they spend it at pebble this week. So if you're, trying to watch guys on other courses you're just not going to be able to which sucks yeah they do this tournament's a little bit better than the american express if if your guy is not playing the main pga west course over there you don't see him all week until they're there yeah uh but yeah uh maddie fitz is here the only top 10 player in the world uh spieth victor hovland mav they're all here three golf courses pebble golf uh, pebble beach golf links monterey peninsula country club the shore course and spyglass hill golf course they'll rotate and then uh final round is on at Pebble on Sunday. So that's fun. Another uh, 54 hole cut. Uh, last week, Max won. So we'll take that. Jay Day. I don't, where did he end up finishing? Top 10 somewhere? T8 or something? That dude's winning. I, w- I kept tweeting about him all week. Uh, he just keeps playing really good golf. I don't know where he ended up finishing. I forget, but he's just playing really well. Jay and, Day. Where is and then uh, Taylor Montgomery had his first tough finish in like a year. Um, he played really well through two rounds, and then he and then I think he had the South Course on um, Friday and Saturday, and didn't and didn't play great. But what are you gonna do? Yeah. Uh, odds: Matty Fitz is the betting favorite at eleven to one. Hovland's plus twelve hundred with Spieth, 
Mav is plus 2,000. Seamus Power is 22 to 1. So is uh, defending champion Tom Hoge. Andrew Putnam is 28 to 1. Keith is 40. So is Cooch. Justin Rose. Joel Damon's 45 to 1. Uh, and yeah, Justin Rose. Shout out Justin Rose. He was playing good golf at Tour this weekend, too. Yeah. My guy just keeps playing, man. He's yeah, he does. I'm always surprised to see him at these things. Yeah. Uh, so have you made have you made your survivor pool selection yet? Or are we gonna make it after we talk it out? I think I have a name in mind. Okay. I, I have wonder. I have four names. I have four names in my sheet. One of them is Jordan Spieth, but I don't think I'm gonna end up be, uh, betting on Jordan this week. I don't have that name. Okay. I have a man by the same name as myself. Andrew. Putnam. 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 I've saw I've seen his name floated around the last couple of days in regards to this tournament. He's made 14 straight cuts here uh, or in no, life in, in in a row. Okay. Right now in the PGA Tour. Damn. He's uh he's uh he got five top 15s in those 14s and he's T4 at Wiley placed 6 here last year. Woo. I like that. Short golf course guy. Yeah. It's uh into mine. There's a lot, you know, this, we just talked about three different courses. There's just, it's a tough event. Not a lot of huge names. You don't want to burn any of the big names in this thing. So you got to try to find some guys that are hot and to have some success here in the past. No, I like that. And uh, I have another guy that you might consider. It's not a big name. It's a friendly name. We like this man, but not a big name that you would waste probably at a bigger event. Hasn't started in 2023, though, is kind of my only thing. We haven't seen him in probably two months. Uh, Joel Damon. Hmm. This These golf courses kind of just fit Joel. He hasn't made a start, like I just said, in 2023. Um, his final three events of 2022, though, ended with top, uh, all three top 10 finishes. Two of those were top fives. He finished T14 here in 2020 and T6 last year. These nice. golf courses all about driving accuracy more than distance. Distance really doesn't matter this week. Um, and he's 16th in fairways and regulation. He's 11th in TD green, third in scoring average, because usually you need to go kind of low here. Uh, he's 45 to one. He's probably, I love Joel this week. I yeah, love I like him. that too. Yeah, I love him this week. He named his kid Riggs. It's a weird name for a kid. His actual name is Riggs? Yeah. Hmm. I know, isn't uh, Riggs a barstool Riggs, but that's not his actual name. Yeah. Interesting. That's an interesting name. Riggs. Hmm. Justin Rose is back here. Yeah, I got I I do have to admit I will be going back on Mav this week. Woo! Yeah, too many storylines fit him perfectly. Didn't didn't he like grow up on Pebble Beach? Yeah, it's true, yeah. Yeah, finished uh runner up here a couple years ago to Daniel Berger. Uh and then he was T5 in 2020, so he's had some pretty good success here, tied for 33 last year. Um since missing the cut, the Fortinet He's finished T10, T12, T18, T10, T27, T7, and T31 last week at the Farmers. So he's playing really good golf. So shout out Mav, 20 to 1. Do you have Seamus Power in there at all? So he's not on my list, but the more and more I kept looking at stuff, he just makes the most sense. Mm -hmm. So he'll probably go on my card when I tweet it out tomorrow. Uh, But he is another name that I've pretty much, he's been floating around everywhere for this week. Tom Hogan. I have uh I have Keith Mitchell on here. Not Keith. a bunch of in not a bunch of info. He's 40 to 1. Uh mm-hmm. tied for 22nd a couple weeks ago at the American Express. And last year he tied for 12th here. That's literally all I have. I think he has another top 30 here a couple years ago. But uh he's kind of like um 
like JT Poston, mm-hmm. kind of like microwave guys. You know what I mean? For four or five weeks a year, they heat up, and he might be on the precipice of heating up. So Keith Mitchell, 40 to 1, is probably going to go on the card as well. Matt Kuchar's playing in this tournament. He's another one of those guys who are like, oh, yeah, remember Kuch? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like, shows up sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> he just plays all the time, I feel like. You know, like he's just going to play forever. He's like a Furyk, but without winning as much as Furyk. Yeah, is he still like hanging around? He's still making weekends and stuff. Remember, yeah. they used to call him like the ATM because he finished T18 every week and never won, but he was just making a bunch of money. Yeah, yeah, that all shucks attitude. Like, oh, yeah. Well, Man, you remember when he almost won the Open? Yeah. Which one Spieth, was that? Spieth year. Oh, to go yeah. get that oh, year. Open. Yeah. He's yeah, playing yeah. against Cooch. It's outrageous to think about that. Yeah, he's made four hundred ninety-six thousand dollars so far in this this season. Seventh at the Sony, twelfth at the Fort Fortinet, twenty-seventh at the World Technology Championship at Mayakoba. That's a gr- that is a great life. You're never gonna ask to do media. No. I mean, for obvious reasons. I mean, he's done some scummy stuff in the past. But yeah. I mean, if you just finish in like T twenty-two every week, I'd take that. And anytime you roll in like a birdie, like four guys are gonna be around the green going, good. Yeah, hey, yeah. Everyone God. knows who you everyone knows who you are. Golf yeah. golf fans. Yeah. But you're not like the celebrity level. Every time you roll in the putt, someone's gonna be happy for you. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, every someone's gonna be happy for you. Hey, imagine yeah. that. Every you're like, hey, right, right, good job. You're like, hey, thanks. Every time you roll in a putt. Every hey, time. Guys, thank you. Thank Appreciate you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks for following me around. <laughs> yeah, all day. Love that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think those are the guys I'm Damon's going to be on there. Mav and Keith are definitely, those are going to be three of the guys on my card this week. And then I'm, I'll probably add either Putnam or power. I don't, I haven't decided yet. I think I'm going to keep them to four, four dudes. I think for the rest of the, I'm just going to four. Like yeah. Four. I yeah. like when you get all roulette table on us though, and you got like nine, nine names, three. Top That's true. Names. I've done that. Yeah. I've done, I've sprinkled the Sprinkle. board. I did that. I did that at the. Uh, oh God, the, oh, I ended up winning like a little bit of money. But I, I think at the CJ Cup when Rory won, I think I bet on nine dudes. But I won money because my because mo- Rory won, obviously. But yeah, it was very fun to just sprinkle I like it. that. I love doing that at limited field events because it's like way better percent chance. There's only fifty guys here. If I bet on ten of them, then look at those odds. But I, uh, when it comes to Pebble, this tournament. Pebble's beautiful. I hate the celebrity aspect of it so much. I'm not a big... I used to like it. This is another thing. I think I I liked it way more when I was younger, and now I think it's kind of annoying. I don't I don't mind it if they are not really on TV that much because it doesn't really make a difference to me. Kind of like the American Express, right? You know they're there, but you don't really see them. Yeah. Um, every once in a while, seeing somebody I like. Like, remember, uh, didn't Timberlake almost make a hole-in-one here a couple years ago? That was fun. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's all I need to see. Oh, when they... when they Yeah, when they come back and they're like, all right, here's... Uh, Chris Stevenson, the CEO of a big bank. Uh, let's see his approach shot. And you're like, I don't care how the CEO hits an approach now, shot. Show cool people. <laughs> like Josh Allen's going to be there. Rogers is going to be there. I guarantee yeah. Rogers gets a bunch of clips this week just because. Like the, uh, that guy, uh, Alfonso, what's his name, will probably be there and he'll do his little dance. Yeah, Carlton. No one no one wants to see the Carlton anymore. No, it was. it used to be really funny. Oh, yeah, like, here, here he goes. And he does, and like, oh my God, he's doing the car out to everybody. Pebble Beach will be back after this. And you're like, yeah. oh, we don't need to see this every time he does it. No, I agree. Just don't. But yeah, there are some people are like, Josh Allen, Josh Allen pulled out of the Pro Bowl, whatever it is these days, this week due to injury. And he's playing on the uh, ATT. 
after seeing the lineup for the AFC quarterbacks, I I after the season, I did not think I was going to say Mac Jones got snubbed for the Pro Bowl. Yeah, but what is he? What is the Pro Bowl even? I don't know. I they're not. Don't they? Are not they? No, they don't even play a game anymore. No, it's a bunch isn't of like it flag? Isn't challenges. it like five on five flag? And then they're doing like a long drive competition or something. Yeah, it's like if you were an NFL player, why would you go to that? I have no idea. I think they'd be more willing to go for it if they did it in the um, like if they did it like baseball, like in the middle of the season, give the guys like a week off. Yeah, I think that's the only way you would guys get invested because you're like in it at the end of the season. You're all inviting guys that are done. Why would they ever want to do that? Especially yeah, if you just lost a playoff game or something, like, oh, right? They're like go like yeah. <laughs> like why would Josh go? They yeah. the Bills were supposed to win the Super Bowl and they got trounced in the second round and then they, they just got to go home. Yeah. Stupid. Stupid. Uh, I think that's it for Pebble, but I did want to hear because your text last night was very funny. <laughs> and I want to hear about your your day at the uh, club fitter. Oh, man. So I got a club fitting. I called last Thursday. Golf tech, local golf tech. Dude, I want to get some new irons. So I do an iron fitting. So Thursday, I make the appointment. Thursday afternoon, I go to the PGA Tour store to, to hit some irons just in the bay to see what I like. I've been researching a bunch of them. And I don't know what it is with bays, man. Bays mess with me up. I can't hit in a bay. Like and, a simulator bay? Yeah. So I start shanking him in that in that bay. And this guy there was like, all right, let's get the guy at the PJ store is trying to get me fitted. I was I was like, I, I just went in some clubs. He's like, all right, let me see how you're doing. And I start shanking him. He's like, I'll be right back. I'm going to go get something to eat. I'll, uh, you just get loose. He comes back. He's like, how are you feeling? I'm like, just cold shanking. I'm like, this isn't for me. I put my club down and just walked out the store. Yikes. And I'm like, that could happen again Monday at uh, Golf Tech. So they just put you in one of these like you know, white rooms. You hit up a white wall. There's nothing to aim at. And I go in there and warm up my seven iron. I'm hitting it fine. The guy comes in. We're talking. I'm hitting some. And all of a sudden, I shank one. And I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. And I start shanking a bunch of them. And he goes out and builds a different club. He's like, here, why don't you try this one? And I shanked that one. And after I'm like in my head, he's I'm like I'm not even looking at the ball because I'm not looking at the screen to my right that has my numbers. So I'm like that one probably went 40 yards this way, and uh, I'm just in the middle of fitting. And like I knew this was probably going to happen, so I wasn't like angry about it. So I just started laughing. I'm like, so how how does this work? <laughs> the guy's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, this has happened before. It's okay. Um, you know, um, let me show you. Sw- so he starts giving me like a swing lesson. And uh, he's like, all right, now let's get your feet together. And now let's get, and like, he's like, now swing. And I've never felt more uncomfortable. I'm like, this isn't going to go well. I'm like, dude, like, I understand, like, I don't need a lesson right now. I understand this looks really bad, but I actually played decent golf on the golf course. He's like, oh, that's because you're an athlete and you can time your hands and stuff and you need a target to aim at. And uh, he's like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, he's like, what I suggest is instead of getting irons, you get an eight lesson deal for blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, I'm not getting lessons indoors at a place where I don't have this problem outdoors. Right. And so it left with me. And I go, how much do I owe you for this? He goes, oh, you don't owe me anything. We didn't do anything. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yikes. So what a nightmare. That is me. my night. That's my nightmare. They have my go- I had my golf bag with me. You know, so I had to walk out with my golf bag over my shoulders and just, all right. My that's my nightmare because like- I might go get fitted this year because I want to try to do mid-am stuff. And imagine walking into a club fitter and yep. being like, I've never got fit, but I'm trying to qualify for the mid-am in six months. <laughs> and then, and then I just start shanking golf balls. That is yeah. a nightmare situation. And that might come back because I do think that guy made a good point. I try to play golf like an athlete instead of like just swinging the club and reacting yeah. a little bit more. 
And I think he might have a point about you have no, t- you're not looking at anything. So your swing is like, what the hell is going on? What do I? Yeah. Have? And so Very you like start thinking about your swing and like, it's just weird to hit into a white wall with nothing to look. So at. The, he didn't even have you hitting into like a virtual range. No, you hit a white wall. And then on the side on the wall next to you. Yeah. That's you stupid. You know, the ball's gone. And that's so worse. Like, yeah. And, um, yeah, I think like cause, so. I that one time I shanked him on the range at Medina. I shanked him and the thing the other day that that the club, the, the PGA Tour story. I, I shanked him at Golf Tech. There's there's just things where like your brain's not really focused on anything, so everything's kind of like shuts right. Down. right. But yeah, once I start shanking, I'm like, there's no way I can get back to to, to being. It's you know, really like, weird that they didn't have they didn't have like a projector or anything because that that helped because when we hit at the simulator at the house, yeah, you like you're, you're like, looking you at the it. range. Yeah, like you you're looking at it, a flag and everything. You're looking at everything. Yeah, I'm just looking at a white wall with a net in front of it like, that stops the ball from hitting the wall. I'm just like, this doesn't this doesn't help me at all. Yeah, no, that's stupid. So now I'm, I'm trying to find an outdoor fitter um, around here. I think outdoor fitters are better because you can. I think the ball they, they yeah they put those like boards down where you like those impact boards or whatever. I think it's if yeah. you're making divots, it's going to tell you way more than that board does. So I think an outdoor is probably the way to go anyway. You can see ball flight. You can just, you know, you, I, I know that you can see it from like hitting it into a screen and it shows your ball going whatever. But I don't know. But I obviously I can't I can't hit inside a bay anymore. Those uh, every brand now that they have new equipment coming out are having. I don't know if they have. They probably have those like demo days in Florida where you can get fit for certain brands on certain. Yeah, I've been trying to find them because I've been looking at the Mizunos, yeah. the nine twenty three JXB hot metal they look like they're suit like everything everyone raves about a couple of my friends have them and uh but i can't find any kind of mizuno fitting right now hmm. so it was a disaster it was a disaster it was a disaster i think i'm gonna move it when i get my new clubs and i haven't decided if i'm gonna get fit for them i might just do the whole i have a set i'll sell them somewhere and then use that money to get another set because i do want to upgrade a little bit uh i think i'm gonna do the 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 half and half set there's a word for it i can't yeah. combo, set, combo set i think yeah, is yeah, the word i'm looking for where yeah. six and up are bigger are cavity and then yeah and then seven and down are blades and i think that's exactly yeah. what i need well you probably should get fitted for that because maybe probably. you can go into that and they'd be like that's not what you need you need the opposite Prob- that's You're probably like, exactly oh, what okay. it is <laughs> yeah 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 it's, uh, i was excited to get the whole fitting process done and started off good and i was like oh man just took a bad turn. That's I saved a bunch of money by not having to buy some irons. Now. That is I hit true. My, I hit, it's so funny. I hit my irons now. They're, they're you know I hit them well. Like there's they're not like a problem. But I like to you know new technology basically is what I want. These are 2010 clubs. Um, so now I'm like, do I do I even like really need new clubs or is it just something once it gets in your head you're like I really would like to get new clubs. So. Right. No, I'm with you. I mean, I think I'm kind of dealing with the same thing. I hit Nike clubs. Yeah. And when did they start making it? Like 2015. So those are at least, at least what year is it now? Eight years now. So yeah. I don't know. But I also yeah. like blades. So how much can blade technology change? It's just like a thin piece of metal. I don't really know what can. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was an experience. Fun times. <laughs> Fun times. You got, uh, you got anything else for the, for the folks before we get out of here? This is my last podcast here, Riley Hamill. Yep. It's been a fun run. I'm I'm leaving for another job, a different opportunity, and uh, I'm gonna miss it. I've enjoyed our golf talks every Tuesday. I know it's gonna be a bummer. I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do. I know my my friends are like, 
what's what's you're knocking me out my dad i was like oh congrats on your new job i'm like thank you he's like can you still do the golf podcast i'm like no no it's, for, it's a different place he's like oh okay <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, a- we'll, maybe we'll just have to just we'll do like a like a speakerphone conference call every 20 minutes on on yeah. tuesdays instead or you can just change my voice and i can come on here and be like i think that and they're like who is this this is randy like those uh like those mafia movies when the guy's like flipping on them and it's the dark camera with like the voice yeah. distorter or whatever it's not a terrible yeah. idea yeah it's gonna be a bummer i'm just, uh it's too good of an opportunity to pass up i start next week life changes i was supposed to go to the super bowl i'm not going to the super bowl things are getting hectic around here Sports Illustrated. Yeah, going over there. So sick. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Not going to the Super Bowl kind of stinks. Yeah, I've been to like 10 of them, though. Flex. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's fun. Super Bowls are great. Like, I would like to go, but like, you know, it's all right. I can stay here and get to work and watch the Super Bowl from home, and I have to fly home the next day. The airport's the next day after the Super Bowl. It's chaotic. And to be completely honest with you, this year's Super Bowl – is the perfect sit at home and watch it because before the Super Bowl is a waste management. Yeah. So I think I'd rather be on the couch watching it on TV anyway. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. I think we had, we had a lot of fun here. Thank you for yeah, we did. on this podcast. We had fun in New Orleans. Had some good, had some good times out there. And uh, yeah. I yeah, dude. We'll, we'll stay friends. This isn't good buying. You know, <laughs> I know a lot of people out there are crying right now. Going, yeah, they're all sad now. I'm still going to send you texts about, oh, my God, I just shanked five. <laughs> no. The panic, the panic FaceTime calls like, dude, I am shanking the gobble. <laughs> yeah. God, the guy slowed down my swing from the back angle on the screen. He's like, look, you bring your club here and then you bring your club out. I'm like, I'm like, I don't do that outside. Like, I'm like, the other day I had an eagle. Like, the other day I shot. Like <laughs> yeah, I shot like 82 literally two days ago. Yeah, I had no shakes whatsoever. <laughs> it's like, you want to get lessons in here? I'm like, so I can get prepared for stuff I don't do in the real world. But yeah, so you be prepared to get more text messages. Nightmare situation. All right, buddy. Well, folks, in, uh, enjoy the golf this weekend and uh, be ready for either just me on Tuesday or somebody random. I have no idea what's going to happen, but uh, that's all we got. I always get replaced by somebody random, so I'd be used to that. Exactly. Yeah, I just got to fill holes pretty much. Man. Next man up, Bill Belichick. All right, everybody. And uh, enjoy Pebble this weekend, and uh, I will talk to you next week. See you, everybody.